Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Hi, thank you so much for joining me for this week's Fit Tip. So today, I want to talk about how to protect yourself and your heart during the winter months. As of today, heart disease is still the leading cause of death. Did you know that over 416,000 are dying from COVID every year and over 605,000 from cancer? But the most dismal statistic of all is that there are almost 700 deaths from heart disease in the U.S. every year. That is more than 200,000 over COVID and 90,000 more than cancer. Statistics show that if we take care of our heart health, many of the other diseases um, could also diminish or be eliminated. Cold weather puts added stress on our hearts, meaning our hearts work harder to keep us warm and healthy. Everything from shoveling snow to simply walking through heavy ice and snow can dramatically raise your heart rate. The cold weather causes our blood vessels vessels to contract, and this causes um, your blood pressure to increase, which could lead to angina or chest pain, which could increase the chances of heart attack or stroke. So when we think of protecting our heart, the first thing we want to do in cold weather is to take steps to stay warm. So two things you could do would be layer up, number one, when you go outside. The first body parts to get frostbitten are your extremities. So be sure to cover your head, ears, fingers, and toes. And another thing you could do is try sleeping with a heavier blanket. Also, if you have a heated blanket, perhaps turn it on just before you go to bed. All right, so another thing, another way to protect your heart health would be to give your immune system a boost. Research shows that The most nutritious foods you can eat are, of course, fruits and vegetables. During the winter months, cold salads tend not to be a popular choice for meals. However, stews, casseroles, and soups can be a big hit. Many people prefer them to salads because they are warm, last longer, you don't have to cook as often, and they're much more versatile. You can eat them with warm bread, beans, lentils, quinoa, extra vegetables, fruit, and more. Also, you can make warm oats and grits and most any grain for breakfast or lunch and add your favorite fruits and vegetables as part of a heart-healthy day. And the last thing I would say um, would be to exercise regularly. One thing you don't want to do is go from being, being a couch potato to shoveling snow. If you have not been active, you would want to take extra precautions when it comes to manual labor if you have not been exercising regularly. You can dramatically increase your chances of a heart attack and stroke if you jump 
into doing heavy physical labor, any kind of heavy physical activities without proper preparation. That being said, even if you work out every day, you would still need to eat healthy and pace yourself if you have to shovel snow, change a flat tire, or move a tree out of your path, or really do any outdoor activities in the cold weather. The simple things that we do in warmer weather could be a monumental challenge to your heart health simply because the weather is colder. So keep these tips in mind as you navigate through this winter season and share them with your family and friends. Remember to tune in to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts today and every Tuesday at 11 a.m. on WLJF 100.7 FM, The Joy. Be blessed and have a terrific Tuesday. Thank you, Karen. As always, we want to welcome you to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts. I'm James Roberts. Last week, we were talking about being better stewards over our bodies by being uh, better stewards. We equip, we're equipped to fulfill the role and bless our families and win new believers to the body of Christ in uh, countless ways. When we have healthy bodies, we certainly have a better chance of living longer with more years to present for uh, for our, our loved ones to be present. And by investing in our health, we honor God and lay a foundation for a thriving uh, Christ-centered home for our children and friends to see us in the light of God. One way you can honor God through your body is by using it to serve your family with the joy and love. You know, as Paul said in Colossians 3, 23, 24, and whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and unto uh, and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye are Christ, the Lord Christ. We use our bodies to serve our families wholeheartedly, and we do it unto the Lord. We talked about this last time, and whether it's cooking, nourishing food, folding our clothes, washing, uh, mowing grass, washing cars, reciting scriptures to our children, we need to have our bodies. Our bodies are the temples of God. Our bodies are so important that the Lord calls them temples of God. You know, we, we talked about 1 Corinthians three sixteen through 17 and 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20. Our bodies are holy because our bodies are important. Our Father in heaven wants us to take care of them, and he knows that we can be happier, better people, if we're healthier, one of the greatest blessings we received when we came to this earth was a physical body because we need these physical bodies to become like our Heavenly Father because our bodies are important. Our Father in Heaven wants us to take care of these bodies. You know that we can be happier, better people if we are healthy. And the Holy Ghost can be with us if our bodies and minds are clean. Our Father knows that we face temptations to uh, treat our bodies unwisely and that we do harmful things to them. For this reason, He told us which things are good for our health 
and which things are bad for our health, but we have to take it in stride. Proverbs 3, 13 to 18 says, Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding, for the gain from her is better than the gain from silver, and her profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her hand, and in her left hand are riches and honor. Uh, her ways are pleasant, and her paths are peace. Proverbs 19.20 says, Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in future. And that's the reason why Karen and I try to study and, and learn and help people make decisions that would encourage them to live healthier lives. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice, Proverbs 12, 15. If you know somebody has better wisdom about what you don't know, it's better to listen to the advice, especially if when it comes to our health. The reason why we go to doctors, the reason why we go to psychiatrists or a mechanic or anybody is because they have more wisdom about things than we do. If I'm not going to do it, I do need somebody to help counsel me. Proverbs 2, 6 says, For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. A lot of the things that we know are bad for us, we know they're evil. We know that they're not good for us, yet we're still doing them. Psalms 90, 12 says, So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. A lot of people need to use wisdom, especially when you get a bad report from a doctor. He tells you your blood pressure is high, your cholesterol is high, you're having health issues. You already know our body speaks to us. We talked about that. And we must obey the word of the wisdom to be worthy to enter the temple. If we do not obey the word of the wisdom, the Lord's Spirit is going to withdraw from us if we defile the temple of God, which is our body. We hurt ourselves physically and spiritually. So how are you taking care of your body? Are you treating your body like a temple? If you're looking for practical ways to take care of your body and improve your overall health, consider becoming a part of Take Back Your Temple. Uh, we're going to be a part of that. We're going to try to teach uh, about health, about why you should do it. If you know the why, the how will get a whole lot easier. That's what I encourage people. Don't wait till it's too late and start trying to fix problems after you have created a large one. It's very difficult. And if you've been doing the wrong things for many years, come and learn how to change behavior and to work on it. It's not easy. But anything worth doing is going to be uh, ain't going to be easy. It's going to be something that's going to be a little difficult, but it's worth it. It's worth knowing what to do. It's, it, it is time for us to realize if we keep neglecting our health, it will be costly, not only physically, but it's going to cost us financially. So let's kick this year off as it uh, 
will not be a, a course of temporary learning, but to begin a lifestyle of excellence in health for the rest of our lives. Karen and I have a program we call Start New. It's an acronym that we use that stands for principles that we need to follow to begin our journey to make our health the best we can possibly make it. The things we need like sunlight, temperance, which is exercising, self-control, getting fresh air, making sure we get our rest, making sure that we have trust in God and the information that we get, the nutrition, exercise, and water, most people know that they need to be doing in order to be healthy. And this is a, a comprehensive program that we use to kickstart people's health in a new way of thinking, to build a lifestyle of health because it emphasizes a holistic approach to health and provides the a practical tools and resources to help you make positive lifestyle changes by implementing these principles into your life. You can experience the benefits of improved physical, mental, and spiritual health. You don't have to just believe me. You can ask somebody who has worked with us on making these changes, and they'll tell you that their minds are clearer, their health is better, and they're getting a more understanding of why it's very important to stick to what we're talking about, to learn more about Start New or any of our programs, just visit one of our websites, KarenRoberts.com or JamesLRoberts.com, or even call us to schedule a consultation to evaluate ways to make the changes necessary to reach optimal health benefits for you and your family. So let's talk a bit about these principles and see if they might be something that you can use to make lifestyle improvements, we want to achieve good health outcomes. That's what it's all about. The first thing I'm going to talk about today is sunshine. Basking in the sun is not only enjoyable, but it's also crucial for our well-being. It's amazing how our bodies can create a vital nutrient like vitamin D when we soak up sun rays. Not only does this boost our mood and our energy levels, but it also strengthens our immune system and regulates our sleep patterns. So take a break and step outside for some sunshine. If you have children, invite them to join you. To go outside, spending time in the sun can be a simple yet effective way to care for your body and to spend some quality time with your children. Here are just a few outdoor activities that you can enjoy with your children. Go on a nature scavenger hunt. Create a list of things that uh, to find in nature like different types of leaves or rocks. Then head outside with your children to see who can find everything on that list. Maybe uh, have a picnic, pack a blanket and uh, some snacks and head to the local park or beach to have a picnic with your family. Go on family bike rides. You know, we talk about this all the time. Take a leisurely bike ride with your family on a nearby trail or around your neighborhood. Invest in things that can give you exercise. Start a garden. You know, that's very beneficial. Plant your own 
food, your own nutritious vegetable. Plant some vegetables or even some flowers in your yard or uh, in pots on the balcony or a porch. You don't have to have a large space to do this. Involve your children in the process of watering and caring for these plants. Maybe uh, play backyard games. Uh, I'm, I like to uh, do the uh, bean toss. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not good at it right now, but I, I do love to do uh, the, 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 the bean toss. I used to play horseshoes when I was a kid. I used to be pretty good, not so much anymore. Like I said, what you don't use, we lose. So set up games like badminton, croquet, cornhole, like I was talking about in your backyard, and play together as a family. These are beneficial things we can all do. Take walks. Take a walk around your neighborhood or a nearby park. Meet your neighbors uh, and do this with your children. And point out interesting things so they can see the way that we talk about the, uh, these things and how we interact with people. You know, a lot of a lot of people now don't even talk to people the way we should. We need to visit maybe a nearby farm and take your children out there to a local farm to see and interact with the animals. And many farms also offer hay rides or other family-friendly activities. So. You know, they, they would enjoy to have you come, you know, play in the water, visit a nearby beach, uh, lake or pool and splash around with your children. The main thing is children love to spend time with you. That's for the most important thing they're going to get out of anything that we do. That's what my memories are, the time I spent with my parents. Ecclesiastes 11.17 says, Truly the light is sweet and a pleasant thing it is for the eyes to behold the sun. The sun is very important. Get outside and get some sun. Let's talk about temperance. Temperance temperance is essential. Uh aspect of caring for our bodies. It means to establish healthy boundaries that align with Scripture. And this includes making wise choices that honor our bodies and minds, such as avoiding harmful substances like drugs and alcohol, limiting our intake of unhealthy foods and beverages, and providing excess screen time, watching too much television. We also uh, make time for rest, and relaxation so that we can recharge and be ready to face life's challenges. Establishing these healthy boundaries can be challenging, we know, but it is ultimately going to allow us to live a more purposeful and abundantly uh, abundant life that God promises to those who serve him. It can be challenging to establish these healthy boundaries, but by doing so, we create space for our rest and relaxation and resting and recharging. Proverbs 25, 28 says, He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. Discipline is very important in everything we do. Waking up, going to bed, not watching too much television, reading books, and, and never stop learning. Always continue to learn. Uh, we need to have air. 
fresh air. Breathing in fresh air is essential for our bodies as it can improve our lung function, reduce stress, and boost our mood. Taking a walk outside, enjoying a hike in the mountains, or simply sitting in a park and breathing the fresh air can do wonders for our health. Research has shown that just 20-minute breaks in nature reduces stress levels, which most people today are very stressed out. Time in nature is going to reduce the levels of cortisol and the hormone associated with stress. And I thought, you know, a lot of times my clients, they'll come in and they'll have gained weight. I said, well, your cortisol levels are probably higher because when they're on their jobs, they get stressed out. This means you need to take a break. This means being surrounded by nature and breathing in that fresh air can help us more relax uh, and be less anxious. Fresh air can also improve our lung function by increasing the amount of oxygen we take in and helping our bodies expel toxins. Spending time in nature and getting fresh air has also been shown to boost our immune system. Helping our bodies fight off these illnesses and chronic diseases that we face today. So we uh, can we incorporate more fresh air into our daily routines? Of course we can. We can. One of the simplest is to take a daily walk outside. Even if it's just for a few minutes, another way is to open the windows of our homes and let in fresh air and circulate through our homes. Our homes are very toxic, and I, I keep saying that, but, and for those who live in urban areas, visiting a local park or a green space can provide much needed breaks from the hustle and bustle of, the, of our city lives. Whatever way we choose to do it, taking the time to get fresh air and spend time in nature is a wonderful way to care for our bodies and to honor God's temple. Genesis 2-7 says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Just as God breathed life into Adam, fresh air can help us feel refreshed and rejuvenate us. What about rest? Are you getting enough rest? Rest is an integral part of God's design for our bodies. He deemed it vital that he mentioned it in the Ten Commandments. To remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. Six days ye shall labor and, and do all your work. But there should be a day of rest. There should always be a day where you rest. And in it you shall do no work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger, who is within the gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rest the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and hallowed it. It is important. Exodus 20, verses 18 to 11. Get enough sleep and taking time to relax and recharging and rejuvenating our bodies. Our bodies need that downtime for the work that awaits us. 
By prioritizing our risks, we are honoring God's commandments. We cannot serve Him well when we're exhausted, burnt out, depressed. Uh, Friends, He loves us. He loves you so much. And He knew long before He spoke the world into existence that you would need the blessed gift of rest. Not just rest for homemaking, but rest from the busyness of everyday life. Psalms 127.2 says, It's a vain, It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. God gave us sleep. We need it. And we certainly need to be trusted in God. As, as, as people of God, we carry tremendous weight on our shoulders. We often worry about raising our children well and maintaining a harmonious household. It's easy to feel overwhelmed and anxious about the many tasks that lie ahead. But we must remember that we are not alone in this journey. God is with us every step of the way. He is the one who holds the world in his hand, and he is the one who carries our burdens. We can trust in him and lean on his strength. He equips us with everything we need to be effective in this this life, whose seemingly mundane day-to-day tasks testify to his goodness and grace, we can rest in the knowledge that he will provide for our every need and guide us through the challenges that come our way. Let us place our trust in him and let his love and grace empower us to be the the people he called us to be, uh, and a, a call to a joyful steward, the temple of God. All our physical health and our spiritual growth go hand in hand, and we can find joy and trust, and God will provide for our needs uh, as believers. We have an incredible privilege of nourishing and caring for our families and our daily uh, choices of nourishment, rest, and exercise impact not only our health, but also that of our loved ones and our homes. Let's commit to honoring God with our lifestyle choices. Uh, Let's choose joyfully and boldly to care for our bodies for His holy uh, uh, and glorious are good. And we certainly know that we need nutrition. Eating a healthy, balanced diet is not just recommended for health from health experts, but it's also a biblical principle that brings us so much joy and vitality. In Genesis 1 29, we talked about it last night when God gave Adam and Eve plants to eat and uh, the provision of nuts and seeds and lagoons and seeds. By avoiding processed foods and excess amounts of sugar and salt, we're helping our bodies function at their best. Our bodies thrive on whole, nutrient-dense foods that provide the fuel that our body needs. 
uh, Genesis 1, 29, God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of the, all the earth and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be meat. We certainly know we need to exercise. Regular exercise is a fantastic way to take care for our bodies, to build our bodies, to strengthen our bodies, and to even work, maybe hit the gym occasionally, but people who work out outside the home need to uh, exercise, uh, who do all these office jobs. And in addition, we must get uh physical activity, rest, and we need to drink water. Water is vital to keeping our bodies healthy. As believers, it it can be easy to forget to drink enough water throughout the day, but it's important to make our health a priority. And don't be stubborn. Drink your water. I hope that this has been beneficial for you today. Karen, I appreciate you listening. This is Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts for James and Karen. Keep living fit and do what matters. And hopefully we'll see you next week. Have a blessed week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co or call. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.